4th of June 2019, Wednesday, 10.55am. My name is James and this is Slopfest. Welcome, welcome back. It's your weekly dose of weirdness. The term weekly used so paper thin. Uh, an exploration into the minds of strange people doing oh so strange things. On this show, we take a couple of unbelievable and bizarre news stories and we try to figure out, look, who is out here living life to the maximum weirdness. You know, you you interact with people on a day-to-day basis and you're like, that was weird. But who's out here doing life the most weird? And uh, at the beginning of the show, I just want to say, it's it, there's no other way to say it. It's a sausage fest this week. And I apologize. However, it happens organically. So I can't... Well, maybe that says something about us then. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I found... Okay, I had a story submitted two weeks ago now from Shane, which is a peep story. And then I had someone else submit a story, which was also a peep story. And then before those got submitted, I also had a peep story. So it's all, if you uh, head over to slotfestpod.com and you look at this episode's uh, cover art, or Instagram, you know, or any of the social media, really, at Slopfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just getting the plugs out of the way at the beginning of the show, um, you'll notice that this week's cover art is, is a hot dog in a bun. And that's ob- that's obviously like, you know, you know. <laughs> you know what that... It's a dick app. I'm sorry. It's a dick app. I'm sorry it's a dick episode. Look, it happened organically, so it's not entirely my fault. Anyway... <laughs> 10.55 in the morning, screaming. It's a dick app in an apartment building. Good stuff. Um, this Okay, this first story was submitted by Shane. And I have in my note, in my sh- in the notes for this episode, it just says, do not read this until you're recording, uh, which was a note that I made to myself because I just read the headline and I was like, Shane, you've absolutely nailed it. This is totally on brand. You've hit the memo. This is the brief for this podcast he knows it. So we're just going to jump into this first story. Let me give you the headline that made me say yes to accepting this story and I won't read it <laughs> until I press record. Man crashes into river after attempting to give himself a blowjob while driving. Is there any article with a headline that is more suited for this podcast? Oh, does that say something about me and this show that's that we, hey, I'll say we've created me and you. Me and you, we're in this together. <laughs> I'm not taking. I'm not taking the full blame for this. This was submitted to me. I've had other stories submitted to me. So this is me and you. We've we've built this together or taken it down a strange path. Anyway, Goose Creek, South Carolina man, was miraculously rescued by passersby after he lost control of his vehicle and ended up in a nearby river. Anthony Sanders, 47, reportedly told police. He was attempting to perform oral sex on himself while driving his car when his head apparently got stuck under the steering wheel, thus losing control of his vehicle. (laughs) Yes, yes, more 10,000 times more yeses. Uh, The man who was recently divorced was found heavily intoxicated and admitted being under the influence of alcohol, crystal meth and crack cocaine. He had his head stuck under the steering wheel with his genitals inside his mouth, so he made it. He made it. Oh, I don't understand how he got into that position. Adam Simmons, one of his rescuers, told reporters, imagine coming across that incident, car crash. Not really, because his car's just in the water. He says, oh, I'm here to help you. Do I, should I give you a minute? <laughs> I don't know how to proceed with this. 
I I actually, I'll tell you right now, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Maybe back away. Maybe just very awkwardly back away and have the best story to tell everyone I come in contact with for the rest of my life. Sanders told officers he had an uncontrollable urge for a blowjob moments before the accident occurred. I've never done crystal meth or crack cocaine, so I don't know what type of impact it has on you, but if it makes you uncontrollably want to put your own um, peep in your mouth while you're driving a car, you know, probably a good reason to avoid it. The driver was heavily intoxicated under several substances and was attempting to perform oral sex on himself while driving, which is by itself a blatantly dangerous maneuver, explained Deputy Sheriff Robert Kilsch. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yes. I can't imagine him having to explain that to people. Look, guys, being heavily intoxicated, check. That's bad. Attempting to perform oral sex on yourself, and this is Robert Kilch, this isn't me saying this. He says, impressive, but also dangerous. (laughs) Funny. Is that libel? He didn't actually say that. (laughs) Anthony Sanders was immediately brought to the Trident Medical Center, where he was found to suffer from several broken ribs and deep lacerations to the back of his mouth and throat. What did, what did he, when he hit the water, did it just like jam it in there? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have to be the one to say these words. Uh, Anthony Sanders faces accusations of driving under the influence as well as 16 different accounts of reckless driving and could face up to 15 years in jail if found guilty, according to the South Carolina state laws. Imagine explaining that when you get into prison. What uh? What are you in here for, uh, George? I uh, I beat my neighbors to death with a hammer and then I set their house on fire. Okay. And what about you, Michael? Anything sort of? Well, really been a life of crime for me. Uh, in and out of the, in and out of the joint when I was much younger. You know, gang related stuff, and then um, sort of got into drug dealing and then robbing people, and then ultimately, uh, found myself in here for for murdering two people. And what about you, Anthony? Anything? Oh, you know, you know, when you're on crack cocaine and crystal meth and you have a sudden urge for a blowjob, you guys, you guys know that, right? Anyway, so I was cruising and also pretty drunk. So I just decided to, as you do, pop the old peep in the mouth and then crash into a river. What's up? What's up, gang? Is that cool? You know, just that very relatable um, situation in prison when, you know, that that dude, your cellmate's in there because he jammed his bits into his own gob while he was driving a car and then crashed his car. How do you get 15 years? Because you didn't really, you didn't really do anything to anyone, but I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to justify the the peep in the gob and then crashing into the car, okay? We've already, we've said enough. So that's our, hey, that's our first contestant. That's our first story. Our second story. A bungling felon from Washington State made a series of blunders when he shot himself in the testicles and tried to hide the weapon, all while storing drugs in his anus. Just going to let that sink in for a second there. Just sort of, there's a lot to sort of cover on that. So we'll go through the bullet points again. Um, Washington State bungling felon, according to uh, this article, gunshot to the testicles, trying to hide a weapon while drugs stored in the anus. So just making sure you have all the facts. Cameron Jeffrey Wilson, 27, was carrying a pistol in his front pocket while in his Kashmir, Washington apartment on April 5th when the firearm accidentally discharged and pierced his groin and thigh, according to the 
Wenatchee World News. When the ex-con finally went to hospital, a balloon of marijuana slipped out of his anus while a doctor was operating on the gunshot wound. Can't, like, <laughs> just, I can't, Im- I can't imagine. I can't fucking imagine being the, do- <laughs> being the doctor in that situation. Uh, more suction. Got a lot of bleeding happening here. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to attempt to... There we go. We got the bullet out. That's good. And now I'm just going to put this suture in. Oh, what's that? Just a little uh, balloon of marijuana slipped out of his butthole. Okay. Well, I'll sort of just finish up here and then we'll deal with that situation, shall we? Cops also arrived at the hospital when uh, alerted of the gunshot wound and searched Wilson's car where they discovered a bag of meth in the bloodstained jeans he was wearing when he shot himself. Jesus. Cameron! Get rid of the bag of bloody meth in... Just don't bring the... Don't bring it to the hospital, mate. Come on. Leave it somewhere. The officers issued an arrest warrant for Wilson and he turned himself into police on April 18th. He was being processed at the Shelland County Regional Justice Centre. Wilson was strip searched and another balloon of marijuana slipped from his anus. Cameron, come on. How many bags of marijuana do you have up there? My God, he's like fucking Mary Poppins bag. It's just an endless supply of shit jammed up this guy's anus. I bet that one slipped out and he's like, oh, fuck. I forgot that I had two up there. I thought it was just the one. While in jail, Wilson made a number of calls to his girlfriend and asked her not to cooperate with investigators working on his case. Authorities were listening in on the calls. Of course they were, Cameron. Come on. The convicted felon was charged with possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of meth, possession of a controlled substance in a correctional facility, and four counts of tampering with a witness. Wilson is being held on $110,000 bail and is due in court on June 18th. So uh, in a couple days here, so next, next Tuesday, if I can give you a single piece of advice before you head into that courtroom next week, Give the anus just one last quick search just so that when your your sentence is being passed down to you, another bag of marijuana or meth doesn't fall out of your butthole because that's not going to be a good look. <laughs> how, many, how many bags of drugs can you have inside you at one time and how are you not keeping better track of it? How did you go to the hospital? I know that you, uh, I guess it's, you know, you're probably not really thinking about like all the marijuana that you've got up your ass <laughs> when you've just shot yourself in the balls. <laughs> oh man, just guns and drugs, hey? Just gun- guns and drugs. Um, so that's our second contestant, Jeffrey Cameron Jeffrey Wilson. Good God, what are they fucking doing out there in Washington? <laughs> our final story here. A man woke up after a boozy night to discover his penis had been hacked off and he had no idea how it happened. How does that happen? What type of boozy night? You know what? If you wake up and your dick's not on you anymore, you that's a point. You've really got to, you've got to reevaluate your life. That's the point. That's rock bottom, I, I feel like. If you're waking up and your dick's fallen off, you've got to reevaluate. What, you know, what is it that I'm trying to do with my life here? You got to start reading some self-help books. You got to start setting goals. Goal one, don't get so fucked up that your dick gets cut off and you don't know where and when and why it happened. Tan Nan had allegedly been out with friends in 
Hunan, Hunan, South China. I'm going to absolutely butcher that. So apologies. Hunan, I'll say Hunan, uh, South China, when he became so drunk, he fell asleep, according to the uh, local media reports. When he came around the following morning, he felt a sharp pain in his groin when he noticed his genitals had been chopped off, reported Chinese language local paper Sten. Police are now investigating the bizarre case. Nan allegedly told police he had no idea who was responsible for the cruel prank. What kind of what kind of sick fuck is what walking along and they go, oh, there's a guy uh, passed out. I've got a knife. I've got some time to kill. Let's cut his dick off. Maybe. According to the Sanjiang Metropolis Daily, the 44-year-old from Huaihua, Hunan, was ble- Again, apologies. I'm going to butcher all of these places and names for things. God awful. The 44-year-old was bleeding profusely, but several hospitals apparently turned him away as they were not equipped for such an operation. What? Hi, hello in there. Yeah, no, I know it's late. Oh, been a boozy night for me too. As you can see from the blood patch on the front of me and the fact that I'm holding my dick in my hand up here away from my groin, you can obviously tell that I need some help. So maybe if we... Oh, where are you going? Where are you going? Hello? Hello, need my dick reattached, please. Where are you going? Not equipped to deal with this. Okay, neither am I. You're a hospital. I thought I came to the right place. Finally, he was taken to Changsha Hospital and treated by microsurgery experts, according to the report. Oh, they had to put that in there, didn't they? Couldn't have been huge, humongous, humongo surgery, could it? Oh, yeah, no, we we put his dick back on. We needed microsurgeon experts for his micro dick. Yeah, we get it. Thanks a lot. You couldn't have just lied about the department that handled the sitch. The guy had his dick cut off and you're going to fucking lay the boot in while this guy's dickless. That says, you know what? That says a lot about the Changsha hospital. You know, you couldn't have just taken one for the team and said like, you know what? Macro surgeons. We had we needed macro surgery experts to come in. We've never dealt with a dick so big. You know what I mean? Help the guy out. He's had a rough, he's had a rough fucking night. Local media reported that Dr. Wu Pen Fang, who treated Nan, said usually parts of the body that had been amputated should be kept in a dry, refrigerated manner. See, again, it's an educational podcast. You thought, you know, at the beginning of this episode, you were just going to come in and hear a lot about dicks, and you did, but also, now you know that if you lose a body part, keep it in a dry, refrigerated manner. That's helpful. I've learned something today. After several hours of surgery, his manhood was reported to have been successfully reattached. <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes, Tan Nan. Dr. Wu Pen Fang. Fuck yeah. He deserves a Golden Member Award. And the Golden Member Award goes to Dr. Wu Pen Fang for putting Tan Nan's dick back on. Well done. Uh, now his recovery is doing well, medics have said. Good stuff. Good stuff, Tan Nan. You know, it's it's good when a bad situation turns out okay. And a bad and a bad situation kind of resolves itself. Or like, you know, there's a there's a silver lining. The world needs more Dr. Wu Pen Fangs in it. Oh, I love it when a I love it when a story has a happy ending, really. And can we can we do something about this fucking Dick the Ripper that's going around just chopping off sleepy peens at nighttime? What the fuck is going on? Oh, there's a man and he's asleep and, uh, whoop, got his dick. But I'll leave the dick? So you just, 
So for you, the thrill of the hunt is cutting the dick off? What's your situation like? What's your... Like, if I go to that person's house, what am I gonna... Is it like pitch black, poo smeared on the walls, some testicles in the fridge? What the fuck? That's some, like... I was gonna say that's some Hannibal Lecter shit, but even Hannibal Lecter would look at that and just be like, ugh, gross. (laughs) Oh, yuck. At least I deliciously cook it up and eat it. Does he do that in the movie? I haven't seen the movie or the TV show, so I don't know. I know. I know, fake horror fan over here hasn't seen fucking Hannibal Lecter. I get it. But, you know, it's uh, it's so good when it... My favourite story is that one. But it's not about... (laughs) It's not about favourite stories. You've got to pick who's out here doing life weirder. And quite frankly, it's... Hey, Cameron... All of the drugs falling out of your butthole is like on another level. But I mean, Anthony's taking the cake on this one. F- potentially 15 years in prison because he got so randy while driving. He's like, I've got to put my peep in my gob. And he just went for it. Didn't even think like, I'll pull over. You know what? Fuck it. I'll pull, o- I'll pull over and I'll give it a good old college try. Just went for it. While- right while driving. Was like, look, if I can jam my head under the steering wheel enough i can get down on it and this is where the get down on it wait is that that is that the song is get down on it is that cool in the gang get down on it yes oh you know it's small victories (laughs) oh yeah our winner is gonna have to be anthony sanders the guy who who was so randy on meth and crack cocaine that he decided to suck his own dick while driving you know, not advisable. If you're going to walk away with anything from today's episode, please let it be that, um, look, if you're so randy that you're just going to just, you feel like you're driving and you've got to give it a go, just pull over. Um, maybe there's like a PSA slogan we could get out of this. Um, when you got to, the only thing I can think of is when you're feeling randy, be a dandy. Put it, put it in park. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, that's going to do it for this episode. Obviously, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Slotfest Podcast. Send me your PSA slogans for... Is that what it's called? PSA? PSA... All I'm getting is Pharmaceutical Society of Australia, and that's definitely not it. Send me your slogan for like a... Like, you know, you know, like a um, stop revive survive like that kind of the 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 campaign that was you know people falling asleep at the wheel or whatever so they came up with like a campaign slogan to um to get people to like you know when you're feeling tired just pull over fucking have a snooze or have like a cup of tea or whatever and then get back out on the road stop revive survive we need that but for when you're feeling randy at the wheel so obviously (laughs) hey given given more time i might be able to come up with something but i absolutely drop the ball on this one thank you so much for listening uh head over to slopfestpod.com for more in-depth show notes for images related to all of the news stories that we talked about and for handmade artisanally crafted etsy upcycled cover art for this and previous episodes slop a follow on the socials at Slopfest podcast facebook twitter instagram so you know when new episodes go live and also so we can have a bloody chat and so you can <laughs> Send me bizarre and strange and wonderful news stories. Shouts out to Shane. And I've totally forgotten who sent me the other story. I'm so sorry. 
feel free to feel free to send them through Facebook Messenger as well, which is where a lot of people do it. And I know why you do it because you don't you don't want it to be on the internet that this came back to you that you submitted this one. I get it. <laughs> Let's face it, I'd do the same thing. <laughs> um, man, feels good to be back. Uh, gonna get this one up as soon as possible, and hopefully, I should have another episode this week if all goes to plan for uh for the next episode i have another like uh, a a bunch of like advice questions so hopefully i can snag david for an hour sometime this week and we can um do that episode but again thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate you know you giving your time and coming and listening sorry that i've been away for so long life stuff you know new 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 job new me you know all that that good 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 stuff but yeah Come back for, uh, this is episode 28. Come back for episode 29. See you in the next one.